Welcome to Study, Grow, Know, where we discuss theology, prophecy, and current political issues from a conservative biblical perspective. Here's your host, Dr. Fred DeRuvo. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me again. This is another episode of Study, Grow, Know, and today's topic is titled, Eating Animals Pain? Really? Well, before we get into that, I just wanted to note that I'm getting tired of reading these words, died suddenly. It's become commonplace and epidemic. Famous people and professional athletes are dying suddenly, and no one asks questions. Some are older, but many are very young, though few seem concerned. However, when people start dying closer to home, it really makes it worse, in my opinion. Just this morning, I received an email blast from our church secretary noting one of our members died suddenly last night. Well, we have people dying in our church because many are old, but he, the person who died last night, was 33, married, and he leaves three young children. Now, this is tragic, yet it is becoming a new normal because it is commonplace now? Why is no one allowed to ask questions or insinuate the possibility that something very specific is the culprit? While the elephant in the room is being completely ignored, that elephant is taking on a life of its own and mocking those who continue to ignore it. So I I, I don't really get it. Instead of intelligently addressing the issue, Anyone who questions anything is immediately labeled anti-vax. We are now being unequivocally told that all these sudden deaths are due to climate change in some form, which incidentally is said to be the same thing that killed 10,000 cattle in Kansas a few weeks ago. Now, I could see a few cows here and there dying from heat exhaustion, right? But an entire herd of 10,000 cows all at once? I don't know of any ranchers who are buying that. And where I live, there are a number of cattle ranchers, not one. Yet this belief that climate change killed the cows is put forth as though proven fact. How is it climate change killed all 10,000 cows in one ranch in Kansas, but left all other cows in the same area untouched? Something's weird. I was watching a video hosted by a woman who has over 100 chickens. Now, during the interview, when she was interviewing Catherine Austin Fitz, the host mentioned that weather temperatures had been extremely high over the past week where she lives in Austin, Texas. Now, she noted that during this extreme heat, she lost a total of three chickens. One died one day, another died another day, and a third died another day. They did not all die at the same time. Nor did the heat kill her entire flock of 100 birds all at once. The idea that heat supposedly killed 10,000 cattle is simply too much for me to believe because cows are fairly hardy. They're used to being outdoors in all kinds of weather. But with the climate change crowd, we are to believe that climate change is not only killing 10,000 cattle in one swell swoop, but also killing athletes and young people at an alarming rate. Now, moreover, we are being warned that there are things recently discovered in the atmosphere as well as in the Earth's soil that is prompting heart attacks in people. So stop gardening right now. 
I'm, I'm not really sure how these people can, with straight faces, make the statements they make, as I don't think they even really believe them. They're paid to do and say what they say. On the contrary, I believe they're making those statements because they know they will be supported by the mainstream media without question or any real pushback. These people are never given hardball questions. While the MSM host might attempt to prod a bit here and there, overall, each host comes full circle and fully agrees with their guest who pushes the latest form of climate change propaganda. Now, all of this, while people like Bill Gates, John Kerry, Barack Obama, Al Gore, and many others fly around in private jets, leaving an exceedingly large carbon footprint and being ignored for it. It's either that or they build castles right on the beach while telling us that in a few years, America's coastlines will be 20 feet or more underwater. Well, which is it? These people are either stupid enough to build a mansion right next to the same ocean they say will swallow their mansion and that coast up, or they're lying to the rest of us. And why? Hmm. If we could figure out why they're lying. Well, regarding the young man who died at our church, I'm not going to say his name or his family's name, but would you please lift it up to the Lord, the wife and the children who remain. Even if you don't know their names, God certainly does. Just pray for them. It's a very sad situation. And may the Lord undergird this family with his strength, and may they gain his peace through this very difficult time. I cannot imagine waking up to find my wife next to me in bed dead. Brothers and sisters, we are in dark days, yet in spite of everything, all is not lost. These tragedies will likely continue, but there is tremendous hope in our loving, living God who cares deeply about his own. We need to be focusing on God, his will, and what God is doing at this time. And I believe these three videos that I'm going to point out may help us get there, especially the first one from John MacArthur. And by the way, these high, these videos are highlighted and linked in the transcript. Now I'm highlighting these for your consideration and hopefully for your uplifting. Posting these videos does not represent necessarily a blanket endorsement, but I do want to put them out there for readers to view and to decide for themselves. First up is a video from the recently held Truth Matters 2022 conference at the Ark Encounter in Tennessee this past May. Keynote speakers included Dr. John MacArthur, Phil Johnson, Ken Ham, and numerous others. They had question and answer sessions as well as straight messages. I wasn't aware of this event. And uh, I, I didn't know it happened and accidentally came across it, which is a shame that I didn't know about it because I might have attended if time had permitted what is beneficial about MacArthur's sermon in the video that I've linked to is that I just wrote an article myself on some of the very things MacArthur speaks of. However, he does so more eloquently, and he uses a great deal more scripture than I did. This man is in his 70s, and he stood up for an hour preaching to people, going through many portions of scripture without notes. That's absolutely astounding to me. But in essence, listening to MacArthur confirms to me what I wrote. And I highly recommend this message uh, that he presents, even though it's over an hour in length, but you'll get carried along with it. My wife and I will probably watch it again. 
MacArthur covers what's happening throughout the world and why those who are God's true children should walk in confidence, truth, and love. We should not be overcome emotionally by what is happening in the world because it's due to various forms of God's judgment. And MacArthur brings this all out. As he states, there's not simply one type of judgment from God. You know, what people normally think of as being eschatological based on future prophecy or the final judgment, which is where it's you're told where you're going and why. There is eschatological judgment, certainly, but there's also societal judgment and other forms of judgment that need not wait until the end of the age to occur. And MacArthur breaks everything down in his message, starting with Romans 1. So what is happening in society today is, yes, a type of judgment of God, which has played out repeatedly throughout history in various regimes and societies. And that's clear to see. History is filled with it. Read biblical history is filled with it. Just read the book of Isaiah to see how God dealt with the Assyrians, the Egyptians, Babylon, and other regimes way back in history, and how he plans eschatologically to deal with those nations in the future. Now, of course, there is God's eschatological and final judgment that is coming to this world eventually and ultimately in the form of the tribulation and immediately following the tribulation with the judgment of the sheep and the goats after Jesus returns, Matthew 25. But this is different from Romans 1 judgment occurring now. And I I went into that some in my previous article. MacArthur's message not only explains why the world is where it is now, but how Christians are to respond to it. It's all thoroughly based on scripture, and we would do well to heed God's message from his word. MacArthur provides a good deal of practical application for us toward the end of the message. Well, next up that I've got linked in the transcript is from a gal, Doreen Virtue, who by her own admission, was heavily into the New Age movement and was a practicing vegan. And what I find fascinating is that I was not at all aware of the fact that diehard New Age vegans are so because they believe that eating animals means eating the pain of the animal when it was slaughtered. So doing so diminishes the level of psychic vibration and knowledge achieved by the New Age practitioner. This is what has been revealed to New Age aficionados by demons as they meditated for greater revelation. So Doreen Virtue also explains all of this very clearly, as well as how she used contemplative prayer to go inside herself to hear from higher beings that apparently had messages for her while she was in that state. And she explained that this is why she used to be such a prolific writer, new age writer, because of all the messages she continually received from these higher beings. She mentions the fact that Progressive Christians, as she calls them, also use contemplative prayer for the same reason, except, of course, they say they're trying to listen to God. Beth Moore and many others, she doesn't mention Beth Moore, but I am, Beth Moore and many others within her circles use contemplative prayer for this purpose. And it's why they're always getting new messages they say are from God himself, when in point of fact, 
since many to most of these messages in some way contradict scripture, it's clear to critically thinking Christians that these messages are not from God, but they are from Satan and his minions who traffics, traffics in deception and fraud. So for folks like Moore, the Bible is secondary at best, and the revelations or messages they receive during contemplated prayer take precedence over scripture. Of course, they deny this, but that's the truth. Virtue also provides ample examples of how the New Age movement is filled with fraud and deception. She has apparently not only become a Christian, but has studied at the seminary level and recommends books by numerous conservative biblical scholars. I'm impressed with her knowledge of the Bible. And like the John MacArthur video, I encourage readers to take time to watch and share these videos. Uh, Doreen Virtue's video here is about 20 minutes. Lastly, I happened upon an off-grid style video from an Amish couple, Doug and Stacy. He's very interesting because he uses technology and most Amish people avoid it like the plague. Yet there are different branches of Amish who do things differently from others. As he states, he and his wife, um, they're fully self-sufficient, fully self-sufficient. When CV hit, well, all the shutdowns, all the mandates, they were not at all affected because they grow their own food, they have their own water sources, and essentially have no utilities to worry about. They are totally self-sufficient. Our situation here with my wife and I, it's similar, except that we pay for electricity. However, I have a backup generator, and I've just purchased another one that is dual fuel, so I can use propane or gas to give me greater flexibility. We have a well and a septic system. Our well could dry up one day as many people have, have experienced that, but hopefully that won't happen. Nonetheless, we grow a good amount of produce and fruit and we have uh, within our community the ability to buy chicken eggs, goat milk, uh, and goat cheese from folks we know. Aside from that, uh, as well as, by the way, beef and chicken. And aside from that, we have our own chickens that produce eggs for us. Yes, we still need to go to the store, but we've been stocking up on things over time, things we believe we'll need as shortages potentially become more real and affect society. And don't forget, by the way, to stock up on supplements you might be taking too. People sometimes forget about those things, but if you're taking them, you're going to need them. Doug and Stacy have some excellent advice for average people who are concerned about what is happening in the world. Remember, these things should not, not cause fear within us, but they should simply be used as road signs to help direct our steps. I discovered this couple via the Absolute Word of God site, which included one of their videos in a recent article. And what I particularly enjoy about these videos is the real-world application Doug makes, providing some information and insight into the potential problems this world is facing. Now, I've got a link to their channel on YouTube, and uh, you can choose any of their videos to view them. They're, they're relatively short. They average about 10 to 15 minutes each, and he is enjoyable to listen to. So today, take time to count your blessings. Ask God for greater insight and discernment into how you should proceed, the decisions that you have to make. God will respond and help you in your decisions. He longs to do that, but he also longs for a people 
who are willing to humble themselves, come to him and expect him to respond and provide. It's totally up to you, isn't it? It's totally up to me. The more we give to him, the less troubled we are by the issues that surround us and the more people will see our peace and ask why what is it why are you hoping what is this reason you have to hope that's a goal that's an open door to witnessing well i thank you for joining me and i uh, pray until we meet again the lord would open your eyes to show you how blessed you are in him you've been listening to study grow know with dr fred deruvo Please join us each week for new broadcasts that deal with theology, prophecy, and political issues from a biblical, conservative perspective. 